speaking of waiver wires and dropping players and being active and you think you're going to stay steady, uh, we were we were looking at the draft board for this past season's draft in our LA Locals League that we're in together. And we want to look at the top two uh, draft boards uh, or the top two rounds of the draft to just take a look back, see where those players are. But on a side note, it was funny to look at that you said you have dropped only two whole players from your entire draft. That's it. My 15th round, which was Dion Lewis and then the Eagles defense, which I dropped for New England's defense in week two. So um, not upset about those two drops. Which is wild because you are usually the most active person on waiver wires and trying to make moves and all that. And uh, usually I'm the opposite where I almost don't do anything as far as waiver wire. And only then this season have I been super active and making uh, making moves, making drops, making trades. So uh, it's been a bit of a turning the tables between the two of us. Uh, but let's get back to that main topic of why we were looking at the draft board. And the reason is we wanted to take a look back at we were halfway through the season here. We got a few weeks left and we wanted to see how the first two rounds turned out, uh, specifically with some of these wide receivers or anybody who's not playing well and see what happened, who ended up actually getting a good value pick and how many of these picks did not pan out in the end. So um, you got to take a. You've had a chance to look at it. Is there anything that sticks out to you, particularly of anybody's anybody's draft in the first two rounds that you just think was a either amazing pick or was just an absolute train wreck of a pick? Um, well, I'm looking at it, and I guess now we know that uh, Jake has lost his number two pick with Carryon Johnson going down. So that makes me happy. Uh, you know, you have Kelsey and Odell Beckham, and Odell Beckham as your number one pick has got to be a huge disappointment. Um, huge. You know, uh, Bill's team still looks pretty good with uh, Michael Thomas and James Conner. Uh, Albie did not do a good job with David Johnson and Todd Gurley. Uh, Zeke and Dalvin Cook for Sam, even though he was barely conscious. Uh, still two great picks. And then... Uh, Frank Those picks almost felt like auto picks though. I mean like where you were, it's just like, I, I feel like no matter how inebriated you are, that's who you pick at those spots. You know, the second pick is a Homer pick for him and the first pick, you know, that hadn't happened yet. He hadn't signed his tender. So we didn't know if Zeke was going to play yet. So it was kind of a risk for the oh, six, that's true. for the six overall spot. Yeah. I think that that's probably one of the top value picks that there was in the first two rounds. I'm just looking though. So the first three picks were fine, which were Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara. Um, but then, like, the next few picks, we've got uh, Hopkins, not the value of number four overall. Uh, and Bell, I think he's been pretty solid. Would you say the number five overall pick? Uh, I don't know. Um, no, he took, he took Le'Veon way too early. Um, then Elliot, we said, was the good pick. Seven was you, which you've talked about, we've talked about before. Devontae Adams just... Just not not doing well, and especially when he's not even playing, that doesn't help. Odell Beckham, no good, no good. Not for where I drafted him at. Uh, David Johnson has had some a decent season, but uh, you know hasn't had like the previous David Johnson picks. But he's number nine, so I, I get that pick. I, that's not as t- bad of a pick, I don't think. And then Bill pick uh, Michael Thomas in the tenth pick, which is yeah. obviously still a solid draft. And Michael Thomas was actually the person that my app was telling me to take. But I thought uh, Devontae Adams may have a better 
better stretch as Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback instead of, you know. You know, I, I'm looking back at this. I, I can't believe I didn't take Michael Thomas over Beckham. Like, that just does seem so dumb in hindsight. So, yeah, How, yeah. again, like, my app would have said you're, you're dumb too because uh, Thomas was the one before both of those people. Yeah, and I told you I didn't like your Adams pick, but clearly it's – your thought process was the same as mine, and they were both just dumb picks. Like I, I don't but, know how. But I'm six and one, so if he comes back healthy, and Aaron and Aaron Rodgers is who he says he is, it may work out for me in the end. But Michael Thomas has been one of the most consistent wide receivers. Yeah, and especially with who you have thrown to him in the offense they have in the stadium that they play in. I, I don't know why I felt like his time was not there. Um, I, I bought into the hype a lot of Beckham and Mayfield. So I had uh, rose-colored glasses on that pick. Um, we're looking now. Uh, Connor goes number one in the round two. Gurley. Gurley, is, to me, is not. I, I was never going to pick him in the second round. I would have said third round, late third round. If he was there, I would have probably taken a flyer, but not second. I was never going to pick him there. Yeah, I think we, we both agree that Todd Gurley wasn't going to have the year we he had the year before. Um, I got Travis Kelsey at that pick. Would have done it again in a heartbeat. I thought it was a great pick. I still think it's a great pick. Um, he's still been really solid for me. Uh, I think there's been a down to a game, a down game here or there. But outside of that, uh, I'm super happy with this pick, especially with the type of position that it is. Like that, that's exactly where he should have gone, and I, I don't regret that pick at all. Nick Chubb for you has been fantastic, right? More or less. Yeah, I would say he definitely worked out as my second round pick for a number one running back. Yeah, Nick Chubb should have gone higher. He should have gone first round. I think late first round. Like even me taking Chubb over uh, Beckham would have been better. Or Michael, you know, it, it, yeah, Chubb or Michael Thomas to me are two of the guys I should have looked at more. I just wasn't sure with Nick Chubb with the way they were. I thought they'd throw the ball more. Plus they also picked up. Um, Kareem Hunt, I wasn't sure where he'd factor in later in the year, and but I, I, I should have. Hindsight now, that wasn't as great. Um, who else we got here? Next, we have Dalvin Cook. We talked about it already. We think that's a great pick. Um, nothing to say about that. Tyreek Hill, he was taking a flyer on him. I mean, like, uh, he came back. Uh, we got hurt, and then so you didn't see that, but the guy is a good – he's a gamer, though, so I like Tyreek Hill there. The next one is Juju uh, Smith-Schuster uh, in the – what would that be? The sixth uh, spot in the round um, round two. Uh, I don't like this pick. No, it has not worked out for him. Nope. Nope, not at all. I wouldn't uh, – I don't think I would have taken him here either. Uh, same thing. I think he was a third-round guy just because of the – like. We talked about this earlier in the season. We, you just don't know what he, how he was going to react without having Antonio Brown pulling double teams. Like, you just don't. Uh, and then, obviously, Big Ben got hurt, so that doesn't help the matter. Uh, but Juju, not doing great. Uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, Kyle was really just taking a stretch here, hoping that he would come back sooner. Did not work out. And so far, he has not looked like the Melvin Gordon of old. Yeah, no, it was not. Uh, it didn't help me in my other league. I'm glad I didn't do it in this league. He took him way too early anyway. I don't think I grabbed him until the fifth or sixth round in my other league. I do want to mention that I'm looking at Kelsey and Mark Andrews, uh, both total points this year. And Kelsey has 79.1. Mark Andrews has 78.9. Uh, and I took him in the 12th. The 12th round. Yeah, so. that's cool, dude. Thanks. 
Everybody okay. appreciates you uh, pointing that out. That's F- awesome. Fun Good fact. Good for you. Fun, very, Good for you. Very fun Everybody fact. loves the fun facts around here. So anyway, moving on. Uh, next up, we have oh poor carry on, carry on, carry carry on Johnson. Um, I, I think he was doing pretty well actually though for most of the season up to this point. So that I actually think it was a decent pick there. Uh, just that now it hurts. So I, I, I don't have any problem with him picking him there. Thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, I've never been a fan of the running back. Um, ever since, like, I think it was, like, Javid Bess or whoever it was that, like, got knocked out for, like, five or six weeks. Uh, he was the last, like, good Detroit running back, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Karen Johnson, he's been pretty solid. He turned it on at the end of the end of the year last year, and he's been pretty solid so far this year. So I do like him. I don't mind this pick here for what's left with running backs. Um, just glancing at the other ones, I mean, I don't see anybody else who really I would have taken over that pick at that point. Um, and then the last pick of the second round was Julio Jones. Um, uh, I wanted Julio Jones. I forgot he was there. Uh, when I picked up Chubb, but I needed to pick up Chubb uh, over Julio anyway. So if you remembered, do you think you would have taken Julio over Chubb where you were? No, I still needed a running back because I thought number one, number one wide receiver and number one running back uh, since you had taken Kelsey. Because again, my strategy was Bell and then Kelsey and Bell got snaked. So then my next thing was Michael Thomas or Adams. And then uh, you took Kelsey, so I then knew Chubb was my next man up on my board. Uh, then the next round was the third round. I had to choose between Adam Thielen and Antonio Brown. And, man, I've had Brown in this league so many years. And I just, even as a Raider, I just knew he'd do well. And so I was tough for me not to pull that trigger. But I just, Thielen has the most air yards of any wide receiver, which means they throw the ball really far downfield to him. Yeah, I, I'm looking at that too. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, you lucked out. I'm actually just looking at on a side tangent here. My first one, two, three, four, five, six picks actually were really solid and they make up a core of my team. Um, Brown was number three. Ertz was number four, but I flipped Ertz for now Edelman. So I feel like that's, I consider that still working out. And then I have Ingram and Allen Robinson, which are all great. It's after that, that mine fell apart. But in those first two rounds, let's stick to those first two rounds. You know, I, the wide receivers have been the most biggest disappointment out of all the picks though, in those first two rounds. Which is um, sad considering your strategy is based on having good wide receivers. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean like, and I, I was, you know, Hopkins obviously was my number one as well. And I, I was surprised Chris took him that high. If I was Chris, I might've done the same thing. So I don't, I was just surprised anybody else would even consider that. Uh, but that's disappointment. Um, Adams, I wouldn't take him, but Beckham was obviously, I picked him. So he's high on my list. Uh, Michael Thomas was there. So that was, he's still good, but, uh, Juju Smith, uh, Smith Schuster. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, he got hurt. Uh, you know, in Julio Jones, the, those guys just aren't doing great for everybody. So it, it was a lot heavy back, uh, heavy on the running back in the first two rounds. Uh, and that seems to be panning out for most of the people who ended up choosing those running backs. Though I, I'll, I will say that outside of Melvin Gordon, everybody else has been pretty solid. Even Todd Gurley is solid. He's not the Todd Gurley of all old, but he, you can do a lot, lot worse than him. I guess he just took him too high. 
Agreed, agreed. But, you know, he has a stable running back position, though. It's not necessarily winning him games, but Albie also does have one of the highest points for in the league, so you can't say that his strategy didn't work. He has arguably the toughest season. He always does. He always does. I might have had that slightly tougher than him last season, but he is always in the top three of the worst points against in the football, in in our league. He goes against me, Sam, and Jake twice every year. Buzzsaw. Um, So anyway, so those are the first two rounds. Uh, I I just thought it was interesting to take a look back just because I remember a lot of wide receivers were taken, uh, and a lot of them are not doing super hot. uh, That that, uh, made for their value of where they were taken. But it's it's hard to find another wide receiver on the waiver wire. It is. It's. It's. It's been a strange. I feel like looking at this board and just how things are turning out. It's. We're in this whole flux. I feel like starting maybe last season, even maybe the season before, of running back and wide receivers. Like there's been a lot of turnover. I think last year and into this year, and you're starting to see some new guys pop up, some old guys fall back, and. You, you get only about the stability, I think, for about a good two or three years, and then there's going to be some turnover in the league. But it happens more with running back, but right now it also feels like it's happening with wide receiver as well, uh, which wide receivers will stick around longer because they take less punishment and they can, they can have a longer career. So top-of-the-line wide receivers are typically easier to find, but right now it's all over the board. Yeah, I also wanted to mention that uh, Zach Pascal was the guy's name that uh, scored a bunch of points. The Indianapolis Colts. That was the set number two wide receiver scoring uh, that I found. I just wanted to let the, let you know that. Anyway, well done. Another uh, another fun fact dropped in there by Alex Katz. Uh, and if there's nothing else, Alex, uh, where can people reach you at? You can reach me at Think Curly at Twitter. Awesome. You can reach me at Jay Stravs on Twitter, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Have a good one and happy waiver wiring. <laughs>